0: welcome all listeners to the dominican.net radio and to another edition of this week in interview tonight we are joined all the way from dominica by none other than mr michael Astefan who is the acting head of the dominica freedom party this evening we'll be talking about um, some issues of interest to you the listener We'll be discussing the political situation in Dominica as well as talking about the current economic scene in Dominica. So let me say a very special welcome to Mr Michael Astefan, leader of the Dominica Freedom Party. Good
1: evening Thompson and good evening President, and in the USA and wherever we are in the world a pleasure to be here
0: this evening. Well, Michael, it's a pleasure to have you. Um, We have quite a lot of issues to talk about in Dominica and Ireland that we, of course, both care very deeply about. Uh, But I I wanted to to just ask you about, uh, to begin the conversation, Michael, you were in charge of the Dominica Freedom Party. Of course, the Dominica Freedom Party was in power for... Fifteen years, from I believe nineteen, uh, help me nineteen eighty to nineteen ninety-five, and um, uh, during that time, uh, the party was was very much a, a prominent party in Dominica. But since losing the elections in nineteen ninety-five, the party has not done too well. What is the state of status of your party currently in Dominica? Well, I you that the
1: party has not been doing. And we are in the process of, of going on the ground. The visit on the ground is very promising. We have to support that we, we need to put our, our efforts, to support them, because they're very concerned about the development in the government and where we're they're, they're, they're concerned about the Labour Party Conduct of leadership of the Labour Party. Um, there certain, certain things going on that is not acceptable in any democratic covered country. So it has yes, um, created some problems, but all in all, the Freedom Party has recognized the challenge and they have to seek alternative means of getting their story across. I mean, when you compare the manifestos of the different parties in the last election, how was go over all the others? Because we looked at the the, the economy as some, a party that understood what development was. You can't have development without the development of the people. This particular government we have now looks at development in the perspective of the Labour Party and also um, seems to position themselves to take whatever grant they can get, irrespective of, or irrespective of the impact it will have on the population. And that in itself is a new note. We have examples in the region. The leaders have told the Chinese we need to attend to our, our our national but apparently uh, the in China policy adhered by this administration is employ Chinese and the Dominicans are. and that in itself is crippling Dominica in publishing Dominica. Coupled with the global economy, we have uh, a challenging road ahead because Dominica has, uh, has reached over 300 million dollars, the government claims of Chinese development projects going on what the price is going be included, yet there is no economic activity to support So the Freedom Party has to to keep focused on getting its um, membership um, mobilized and prepare itself for whatever happens in the next this position, because it is the country that is suffering. And uh, we in the Democratic Freedom Party have always placed people before power, people before politics our motto, and we always did people first, and we we only hear talk of rhetoric big, in different actions, and the entire policy of this administration could tell you that they do not understand how to put people.
0: First. So, Michael, you still see a role then for the Freedom Party? Uh- vibrant role? Because I think that's been the concern of many people, many people who maybe supported the party in the past who were part of this very large majority that gave your party uh, the reins of power for 15 years in the 80s and 90s and and many people are not seeing the same level of involvement of the party. Are you saying now that the Freedom Party is reorganizing, is on the verge of, of, of becoming again the force that it once was a few years ago?
1: I have noticed a mass increase in the people in fifties, and these are people who can contribute, people who can make a difference, people who can mobilize, as opposed to what went on a couple years ago. Now, Thompson, um, I do not fear the fact that the party has done bad the elections, because at the end of the day, the people are realizing that the opposition, and the ruling party is not doing justice to the economy, and to them and the development, and they're looking for a new leadership, a new party to follow. So, having said that, you know, you cannot overlook the fact that parties go up and down. I remember I I was visiting Dominica from Canada in 1919. Not from Canada, from the U.S., sometimes in the 30s, 80s. Or 86 or 84, something in that time. And I remember I was traveling in North and there was a Labour Party meeting that Mike Douglas tried to hold. And and he had a few people uh, and they had to go and try to put people at their home to come to the meeting. And he was very frustrated because on the that was happening. And look what happened. I granted the Freedom Party assisted them. to to, to be able to win elections again. But um, they went through a downturn, and and what we have now is a political party who is more interested in the welfare of members of the party and the friends and not the country as a a general rule. And there's there's questionable conduct on the part of members of the, the administration, in particular the prime
0: minister, so it's, so it's safe to say then that um, the general public can expect a, a deeper involvement, a revived, a resurgent uh, Dominica Freedom Party going forward, especially in light of elections, probably coming in 2013, probably in 2014, that the Freedom Party is putting itself in a position to be able to compete and to re-energize the, its, its base once more. Um,
1: um, environment is very, very supportive of that. And we in the party leadership right now have to just take the touch and run with it because the people are calling. I had to have three meetings today. I only was able to have two. So there's one prominent Freedom Party member in this one's
0: Michael, you talked about the environment in Dominica. What, as the leader of a political party in Dominica, what is the thing that concerns you most about the current state of affairs in Dominica?
1: With them. I'm very concerned about our Prime Minister. He should be, with 18 insist, he should be able to go on radio and have a discussion with the leader of the opposition and other political parties and other professionals on, on the state of the economy, agriculture. But what he does, he defends Tony, who fabricates stories and um, tries his best to spin, to spin uh, whatever, do whatever doctoring, spin doctoring, whatever he can do. That he tries to protect whoever. I mean, um, we mentioned earlier on the, I mean, before we got on the, uh, about the Gone Emanuel issue.
0: Michael, as you mentioned, that's one of my biggest concerns about the state of, of affairs in Dominica, is the lack of civility. The fact that opposing parties seem unable to talk to each other, to speak through the issues, to discuss the issues. I mean, we have this issue that you just mentioned of security and the issue of the justice system and the legal system in Dominica, yet the parties cannot sit down and discuss it in a meaningful manner and find ways to improve or to better it. And, and that, to me, is the most one of the most troubling signs about our democracy in Dominica.
1: Well, I, I mean, I, I was talking, I had a very interesting discussion. Father George Sometime He writes quickly in our newspaper. Very, very enlightening uh, articles and dates and positions and you can only learn from Father George. He's somebody that, you know, we need to to appreciate while he's alive. He's doing an excellent job. And he is telling me the problem with democracy with, uh, with democracy in Dominica. If people do not see a choice, they don't seem to think that there can be changed. And once you have a democracy and people don't see the need for change or the possibility of change, that is not democracy. Uh, uh, and that is a problem in itself.
0: Sorry, Michael, it, Michael, just before you go on, I need to be clear about that. Is it saying that that they don't see the need for change or they don't see that change. I, just, be, just be very clear on this.
1: People must understand that there must change is possible because that is life. Life comes with change. But what do we have? We have people who are convinced that there will be no change. But that is not so. Regardless, persons uh, are doing their very best in everything they do, because I, as I'm telling you, you look at the politician, political party, um, the Freedom Party, we staying clear of that, and all you see is they trying to point at the fault of the opposition or or, at the, or the other and that in itself like when they do that, like they have no the fault themselves. It's like um, the Bible says, you know, you trying to take out the speck of the, the neighbor with a beam in your eye. You know, you must first take out the beam in your eye so you can see that speck and help the neighbor take it out. But we need to stop that. We need to sit down among ourselves and debate and educate the people and let the people know who are the Waste of time, politicians that are
0: just there for their pocket. So, Michael, because wait, a, wait a minute. Are you telling me that the people of Dominica are satisfied with what exists in Dominica? That they are satisfied with the extremely high rate of unemployment, with the lack of jobs. They are satisfied with the demise of the agriculture sector. They are satisfied with the non-performing tourism sector. That Dominicans are actually accepting of what exists in Dominica today? They're
1: not satisfied. Okay, and and and. and that is a fact. They're not satisfied. The agricultural sector is non existent. As a matter of fact, this government, you know, was responsible for black cigarette in Dominica. Because I remember in 2006 or 7, when they had this um, airport expansion project, we won the Freedom Party program and a caller alluding to the fact that planting material was coming into Dominica, and it is not bananas, but planting. We believed, and that the quarantine officer was having difficulties to dispose of it, and that he was no longer, I think, given access or, or responsibility to check the Venezuelan things coming in. Now I discussed that with Dr. Clinton Schillingford, because I knew he was an expert, and Dr. Vegas, he's so registered. And they were very concerned because Venezuela has black Sigatoka, and they have replaced their plants with this plants that are resistant to black Sigatoka. And you, being a member of that, knows that monies of that was spent bringing in several varieties of of, of black Sigatoka-resistant um, bananas and planting um, for the Ministry of Agriculture. And the story about that is 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 really. Um, it's because you have plants somewhere in Dominica that we brought in that supposedly black people took the resistance, and we cannot get from the Ministry of Agriculture. That is the report testing for that. As to who are the farmers who have them and where they're located, I recently spoke to agricultural, a member of the agricultural profession who told me that these plants are in terrible conditions somewhere in Brandy. And they're not in any condition to give to anyone on the farm. So you can tell the the the, the, the And I don't think that um, this this administration they don't the, the issue that they don't understand is very critical because if you know that you are friends, your friends will not infect your your productive capacity. And the fact that you're going above the head of um, the government officer and for the customs to, to, to allow our um, plant materials to come, it, it, it tells you the type of, 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 of district that they have for, for the economy and the people.
0: people. Michael, you know, I, I want to come back to the question <laughs> of, of change. Know.
1: They know better. They're doing their best. They can't do better. I beg your
0: pardon? Yeah, no, I was saying I wanted to come back to the question of of change. Um, but let me just tell our listeners that if you're just joining us, you are listening to this week in interview. We are talking to... Mr. Michael Astafan, who is the head of the Dominica Freedom Party, at least the interim head of the Dominica Freedom Party. We are discussing politics and the local economy of Dominica. In case you would like to share your thoughts with us on the Freedom Party, on your your view of this current state of politics and the issues that that are troubling to you in Dominica, we encourage you to give us a call if you're calling from overseas, 202 525-7231-202-525-7231. Five two five seven two three one two zero two five two five seven two three one. If you're calling from Dominica, there are two numbers that you could reach us at. The numbers are four four two one two one one. That's four four two one two one one, and you can also reach us at five zero four four oh nine seven two. That's five zero four four oh nine seven two. Michael, I wanted to talk about the question of of change and you know we talk as, as you said there are many problems in dominica you your party is in opposition and like you said there is change there is no reason to believe that the dominica labor party will be in power forever i mean no party remains in power forever and uh, as a party waiting. What would you do differently? I mean, look at the situation of the police that you mentioned and the security situation and the fact that the gun manual case is unsolved. There are also several missing cases. What would you do differently?
1: First of all, um, you need to recognize that your security force is one of the most critical aspects to protect development and to protect investments in your country. and investments investment, you cannot employ your people. Now, agriculture the security forces need to play a greater role i think the the, the i would put afd responsible for agriculture and trade last need to get uh, um to be exact and give them the resources so that the farmers productivity will go up because of the trade last that you have in agriculture the issue of, of of the the economy when you look at bananas We have a a tissue culture lab, and for the benefit of the viewers, if you have a good variety and you take a, a, a plant or fruit, you can make millions of plants using tissue culture. Had that
0: problem with the banana, the that the resistant banana. So in terms of the economy, I I feel also one thing. Michael, I Michael, before before you, you take this first, we have a, a caller who's been waiting very patiently on the line. So let's let's take him and then we'll come right back to you. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Good evening, caller. Please go ahead. Yes, caller. Please go ahead.
2: Yes, Can you please go ahead? Yes. Uh, thanks for taking my call, first of all. And um, I just would like to actually congratulate uh, Michael Aston on uh, coming forward being as uh, the leader of the Freedom Party. Um, as many people know, this is very tough time right now to be uh, leader of a political party in Dominica, and. Um, People who are coming forward and being leader of those political parties, I really from the bottom of my heart to congratulate them. And I also want to take this opportunity to congratulate Mr. Ferdinand on a job well done as um, leader of the freedom party. Now, um, some of the stuff, uh, um, the question you were asking, and um, uh, I just want to put my thoughts on that, uh, if the people are happy with the rate of the employment. I think what is happening in Dominica is this. Um, uh, a lot of people are in this, living in this socialist kind of like lifestyle in Dominica where people know things are not right but because of people so has become so dependent on the government people have become so dependent and the government has made people so dependent on them that they are afraid of coming forward in public and say what is right so this is the problem we have in Dominica and this is something that a lot of people are taking for granted, but we need more people to come out to the media. We need more people to stand in solidarity. Forget about blue, red, or green, or whatever political party is out there, and voice your opinion as a citizen or a resident or a concerned person who reside or have any access to Dominica, families in Dominica. This is the this is the first thing that have to be done. But because the government is pretty much painting everything, making everything look so pretty, that's why people are not coming out. And this is one of the problems we have in Dominica. I can tell you right now, I, am, I have worked on a lot of projects in the um, Supra constituency area. And we have a power that, in my opinion, and most people in that constituency can tell you, this is the worst they have ever seen in the history of representation in the Supra constituency. I've done so much work, we have the Wasko um, issue, water issue, and the man never came forward to anything. I spoke on behalf of this thing. That's the kind of representation you have in Dominica right now. And when I came forward and talked about it, went to the media about it, people start saying that I have become a United Workers Party, they need to be aware of, aware of me. And that's the kind of corruption that, that the government and the tactics that they are using to steer people away. So, it, it, it's, not easy. it's not easy for someone to leave his or her job and come into public office to, like I a public office I mean to be on a wing on a political party even no you know that you can do better than the power that you have in any constituency in the country or any member of government but because people are scared and the government is scared, people are pretty much intimidated by the government of the actions that they are doing, so it's going to have to take a lot of work a lot of young people, especially in Dominica, because I was just doing some statistics on the Commonwealth of Dominica. And if you really look at it, almost 60 percent of, of Dominica's voters are youth, young people. And then these are, young, these are the young people who have to come forward and stop what is going in this country in order. In, that's the only way you can get things back on track. As long as the young people continue to be dependent on government, you are not going to move forward. So I, this is my view on that. And I think it's time that the, um, you have more people, whether the Freedom Party, the United Workers Party, and the other, the Labour Party, and all of the political party in Dominican, as citizens, citizens have a right to go out to the media and talk about what is going on in their constituency, what they would like to see done, and then the government will get the message. Um, thank you for taking my call, and other the people on the call, I'm listening to to, to hear what Mr. Stevan has to say on these comments I make and also you. Thank you and have a good night.
0: Thank you very much caller. We certainly appreciate your call and we do apologize a little bit for some noise in the background. We're trying to get this get this sorted out. Uh, Michael, your your views um, on what the caller had to say?
1: I, I agree with the caller. We need a dispensation. We have a independence theme for 2030 which goes like this um, we're working together for further further growth and development. So if the government is serious about growth and development they will take this very serious and, and and do what is necessary to allow people to feel free and wanting to comment and criticize constructively. The government takes every suggestion as a negative criticism, instead of looking at it. If somebody takes the opportunity to outline a problem that is in the economy, rather than, than say, good, let us see how we can address that, so next year we won't have the same problem. You know. They say they, 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 they go out and they lash at the messenger and criticize the messenger and they do all sorts of things. But um, we cannot focus on that. What we have to focus on is the young people and, and the people in general who are willing to make their time available to Dominica to address the concerns, the issues confronting us, the development hurdles that must overcome, to, to find a solution to the problem and work together. I think just before um, we were looking at some of the things that could be done or, or we would do different things. In terms of agriculture, we would ensure that we face agriculture from China and to look at ways of making Dominica organic in the next 5 to 10 years. Now, the, the most rapidly increasing commodity, food commodities, right, the, the food commodity that has the most rapidly increasing demand is now coconut oil, and you have importation of all sort of vegetable oils that are detrimental to your health. You have granola is known to be a kid. and all the other vegetable oils they're not good for you. And you finding out uh, except you have um, olive oil is a great oil. You have palm oil, it's a great oil. You have several other oils that are great. But these corn and soy oil are not good for you. And we need to rehabilitate our entire coconut plantation to ensure that we can produce coconut oil. Because coconut oil is not produced by no large manufacturer anymore. You have the commentary process where somebody with a small expeller, right? A small expeller can, can. Crack the nut, put it in an in a oven, sort of, to take out the shell, put that in the expeller, extract the juice, get a press, press it out, and a simple process to ferment it. Then you extract the oil from the sugar. And that, that oil is done to, to, to assist people with Alzheimer's, and people who take people that oil don't get Alzheimer's. So, you see, there's so much we can do. In Dominica. One of the things that we, I would want us to do in Dominica is to try to to, to minimize or even ban products coming into Dominica with NHP because of the health effect it has. So in terms of agriculture and food security, that would be our priority. And find a way to, 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 to increase employment. there. Yeah. In terms of our of our aid program and our what what the government want, But our guys don't understand that or they understand it and they do doing it for the betterment of the Chinese companies that are here. Because I do not think that the Ministry of Foreign Affairs in China and the Ministry responsible for aid would like to know that Dominica is worse off with a road they gave them from aid as opposed to a road that they taken a the road for. And if these calculations are shown to them, they will surely back down because they, they, they want to consider themselves as people first. But we do not have good negotiators in Dominica. Because if you were to look at what went on in Nassau when the Chinese decided they only want the Chinese liberals on their project and the Prime Minister the Prime Minister there put down his foot and said, no way. they had to turn around and come back and accept the Prime Minister's position. My people come first. I cannot negotiate a deal for your people for my people. And that is what's going on in Dominica.
0: But Michael, are- Michael you, know, you know, I'm sitting here and I'm listening to you and you're making a lot of sense to me. But the question the question that I ask, and I'm sure people are asking, how do you convince the vast majority of Dominicans that things can be different, that within the Freedom Party lies the potential or the ability to take Dominica in a different direction to the one that we currently have under this administration. Of course, we'd encourage you to join the conversation. The number, if you're calling from Dominica, let me just give you these numbers: um, the five zero four four nine seven two, or you can call four four two. 1211 If you're calling long distance, two zero two five two five seven two three one two zero two five two five seven two three one. You can also call the Q95 Overseas Line and you'll be able to reach us here as well. Michael, how do you respond to that?
1: The only way is to go and talk to the people. We need to change our political dialogue with the people. We need to. Let the people know that Siwo, a foreign band coming to dance to tell them, to, 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 to excite them, does not tell you how your children will be employed. It does not tell you how you can invest your money or the investments you have, how you can safeguard it. What this Siwo does it just distracts you from the club and the public. People. people. In a humble way and talk to them for the length and breadth of Germany. It's a big challenge, but it' it's the only way to get them to listen to you. And when they begin to listen to you and you make sense, when they hear you on the radio, they will want to listen. Okay. The thing, what is going on, is is unfortunate. If, for instance, a youth group to want to talk about agriculture and they decided to invite two people from the freedom party two people from the and two people from the labor party i rest assured that you know people will shy away i will go there for one i am willing to go on to the end of this program and discuss any issue of national importance for the people of dharmouth i am willing to go uh, on on kamala to talk about any issue i noticed she, she she's When people disagree with what position is the relation to to to, to, to um, the government or something, it because very good, good, good host.
0: Yes, on. We lost this caller. We we did have a caller, but we lost him. We we'll ask them to to please uh, call back. Yes, continue. You know, Michael, I'm glad you mentioned the young people because I'm thinking that there is a whole generation of young people born, say, from 1990 and beyond who have who are now a voting age or who will be able to vote in the next election. And you have a whole generation of Dominicans who... Do not know of the Freedom Party, who never had the experience of being governed by a, a Dame Virginia Charles, and all they really know is this uh, Dominican Labour Party and its policies. And how do you how do you reach out to these people? How do you get them to understand that that there's a different way of doing things?
1: You do that by showing them um, and talking to them and explaining to them the impact that you could have on on the economy and the stuff in the fund because um, any sector you look at in Dominica with problems. The health sector, we have a tremendous investment in young people who went to Cuba. Somewhere on along the line something has gone wrong. But we need to invest in them whether we have to give them some retraining so that they can better serve us. I hear too many negative criticisms about them, and if the Cuban education system, or the people who send their had from difficulty, because we cannot stop still with our program, we need to take the bull by the horn and harness that energy of those young doctors to ensure that they deliver proper medical care to our people. Instead of criticizing them and lambasting and, them, you know, I, I always hear the negative, but... If these guys went through medical school and there's some difficulties, let us look at what the difficulties are, and let us come up with a program to ensure that they fit in, whether they have to do the Caribbean Medical Board examination, or what, and whether whether they specialize and give them some more general um, practice. Whatever you have to do, you need to get the money and invest because these are our. That is very young. general practitioners, okay? General practitioners, and then there's some difficulties. Also, the um, what you call the, the, the protocol. Many of our young people have been sidelined because they maybe don't come from the right part of the island or they don't have somebody pushing for them. I mean, in our cricket um, tournament, yeah, there's some very good cricketers that that that, that have been left out. And sometimes when I see, see uh, uh, somebody that is promising, I will go and talk to the selectors, talk to the coaches and see how you can get them in. There was one such player who was out for a long while and I kept lamenting about it and I'll give him his coffee.
0: My concern, though, is that the, the leaders don't seem to want to engage. And if the leaders do not seem to want to engage, then why should the young people engage? And I think it has to start from the leadership. Would you be willing, for example, to invite uh, the prime minister, along with um, Mr. Ellison James, the leader of the United Workers Party, to a debate on the issues that are affecting Dominica?
1: and with the recent
0: call on the line um let's let's go to this caller and we'll be right back good evening caller go ahead please continue it seems that we are we are missing out on on the callers. we'll try to get this fixed. Uh, quite a few people are calling in but for some reason they are unable to hear me um so let's let's continue um Yes, Michael, you can can go ahead, please.
1: Yes. um, I'm not quite sure where we were, but I think we were on the issue of of, um, investing in young people. The issue of someone being able to be open to having discussions with professionals and people of other political... They are the other leaders on issues of national so, The Freedom Party is always open to that. And we have asked all the political parties to invite them. but we will invite them. And I'm hoping to, to, to do that. But next time, we
0: will... Okay, Michael, let's, let's try. Let's go to this caller again and see if we can get the caller in. Y- yes, caller, go ahead, please. Okay, we should be able to get this caller. Okay, caller. You might be listening to your radio. You just need to go ahead. We can hear you if you speak up. Good evening, caller.
1: Thompson, good evening to you. Uh,
0: yes, um, good evening. Hello? Yes, good evening. Go go ahead, please. Just go ahead. Hello? Yes, uh, please go ahead. Caller, you are on. Hello? Yes, caller, please go ahead. You are on live. Hello? Yes, caller. OK, I think the callers are listening to their uh, radios instead of listening to my voice. So we'll continue. Um, All right, let's try this for the final time. Yes, caller, please go ahead. Yeah, caller, I can hear your radio in the background, so you must be listening to your radio. Okay, Michael, let's continue the conversation. Um, we seem to be not be able to reach um, the callers this evening, and we're quickly running out of time already. Michael, I wanted to ask you, even as we, as we come to the end of this program, um, I wanted to ask you a very serious question, not that the others were not serious, but in looking at the, at the state of the country, uh, in looking at the uh, what has happened uh, to Dominica's economy, what has happened to its young people. Are you very optimistic about the prospects for Dominica or are you more on the being a, a pessimist? Uh, I'm optimistic because this administration has done nothing
1: towards this productive sector. And they're they attempting to do something now, but it's only to be tough. So any administration that addresses the productive sector and the young people in will realize the are and wants to have the security forces uh, mobilized so that they will be very confident and raise their services that they are needed in the development of the country. Protect investment and to ensure that visitors will come here and enjoy themselves and sell Dominica do, when they go back. You know, once um, to do things that do not, um, you know, alienate any group, but you promote every group and, and you do not, um, you know, you put Dominica first, I, I don't see, I see the country moving forward in a very positive direction. Dominica is a, a, we are well-blessed in Dominica with the resources we have. Our water was in uh, But what did the government do? They sidetracked the geotermal to put Central Caribbean ahead. But what did Central Caribbean do? It never lowered the cost of fuel to the people. Yes, they give some people some gas. Yes, you may have some nice for profit. But if we had geotermal um, in it, could have a very cheap electric stove. That would be cheaper than propane, than, and would we'll keep our, our, our money in Dominica instead of letting it go out. But they did not understand that. I don't think they understood that because all they were looking at is having diesel like and gasoline and whatnot coming up and they would be be control And that in itself, that in itself, while Cetrocarin is a good thing, that it, 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 you know you have competition but it's posing some difficulties you now with us in Dominic because we do not there's no agreement with the power company from what I understand and any supplier so we pay in through our chief for diesel and that in itself has to be addressed I, I don't understand what is. a lot of the other companies in Dominica, from what I understand are not interested in sending for Dominic because whenever you see it they went back to Petro Caribbean, and, and eventually Petro Caribbean brought them their price to what the others offer. So right now, we do not know what we're paying. We're paying out of our peace, and, and that is something that is of concern. You cannot have a monopoly the operate and the women's fancy of, of a national Central um, Caribbean industry to the detriment of the, the the income of the So, you know, you have those things going on that we need to really pinpoint. And, and them, I, I, you should know that the last report from the IMF did not be too much of a very good picture of the Dominica economy and the way forward Dominica. But I think with the right policy measures, investment since it's invested in agriculture social be And Chinese aid. The Chinese aid that employed Dominicans to do the development work will surely stimulate the economy. Because one of the things I keep telling our people um, from 1995 and 1999, UWP had very little development finance. But there were a couple private sector projects. Like DCP expansion, the Fortune expansion, my company invested, in, and you had some other operations in the half a million million dollar region but that created a buzz that the multiplier effect people thought that this government was doing great but it was just that so you can imagine if you had 300 billion dollars of Chinese aid and brought down we would not have a buzz we would have a whole wind of economic activity but the government doesn't understand that. The president doesn't understand that. Once he's happy and his ministers and supporters are happy, he does not seem to care about Dominicans. And he does what he what presents to him and his supporters. And he comes and he tells people he loves poor people. But when Chinese are employed pushing barrels instead of over people, what sort of policy of love is that? I mean, this is disenfranchising for people, people who may not have gone to school or may not have had an education, but can push a barrel and do it well. So, so I, I, I'm I'm concerned about national development. I'm concerned about the political debate that goes on on the radio, 2 one side. led us to be a of different and Invite all parties to discuss issues, and he needs to also. Um, an invitation to go on to the so, answer and, and, and so I'm willing. To do that. I know they will try to 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 spin, but I'm quite confident that I can handle these guys because they tend, they they seem to be living in a dream world. Some of the of the issues that they're talking about on the radio, I was never more amazed. I listened to Tony last night for the first time. Somebody called me, and I was never more amazed of how juvenile. That he was, and how he looked at, at, at a matter that could be seriously a serious criminal matter and seemed to think that it should not be investigated by one of our nationals who still in the army and still in World War II and served, um as a magistrate. So, you know, I'm very concerned about the disrespect that was shown and he. he made him look very juvenile and immature and I was very disappointed. Okay. okay,
0: Michael, on this note, um, we have to, to shut it down here. It's, it's, we have gone well past our time already, but let me let me thank you for a very interesting discussion tonight, and to apologize to the many callers that we're trying to get in, and somehow we just could not get them through. Um, we appreciate your patience, and we want to thank Michael very much for joining us uh, tonight as he discussed the future of politics in Dominica, and his own the Dominica Freedom Party. We encourage you to join us next week, at the and not next week, we'll be back on the first week in December with another edition of This Week in Interview. Again, my name is Thompson Fontaine, and a very special good night to all of our listeners, and a very special thank you to Michael Stefan and to our producers here at TDN Radio, and also to the staff and management of Q95 FM Radio Station, as we continue to do this joint broadcast on Wednesdays from 8 to 9pm. Have a good night, and thanks.